Welcome to Podcast vs. Oh, Player episode... Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that slipped out. Welcome to Podcast Vs. Player episode 98. I'm one of your hosts, Cal. And I'm joined by a man who recently realised if Donald Trump takes over the presidency after Obama, you really could say orange is the new black. It's only bloody damn. <laughs> Hello. Hello. You alright? No, I'm not too shabby. How are you? Yeah, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Yeah, good, good. Before we dwell on uh, how big your poo was before the podcast. Thanks for that. Um, this episode of Podcast Vs. Player is brought to you by our affiliate Spotlight Deals. And this week, thanks to our affiliates at Zavi, we're bringing you a price drop of some ridiculous deals on DVDs and Blu-rays, including the Rocky, Complete Saga for $12.99, and, one for Dan, Star Trek, the original series, the Complete Box Set, which retails at $199.99, but you can have it for $41.99. 200 quid? Yep, but you can have it for 42 Bloody hell. Um, plus many more titles. And if you're really into a Star Trek marathon, you can buy two Star Trek complete collections, including Deep Space Nine and many more. Um, and you can have an extra 10% off by including the code BINGE at the checkout. Not bad. There are even more titles included in the BINGE code selection. So just head over to www.podcastversusplayer.com forward slash spotlight and see what takes your fancy. Excellent. Now, how about some news? Absolutely. Excellent. Although I will say, Star Trek Voyager, the entire set is all currently on Netflix at the moment. So if you've got Netflix, you can go and enjoy it on there. There you go. No, because we don't get any commission from that. Everyone should, everyone should have the right to free Star Trek. Uh, it's like penicillin. Anyway. Everyone should have some. I'm allergic to penicillin. Also Star Trek as well. Funny. <laughs> it might be one of the same. Maybe there's a direct correlation between Star Trek episodes and antibiotics. It seems to be the case for me. Star Trek cures diseases. <laughs> to be fair, when you was at my house and we watched um, Star Trek that Saturday morning. Oh I shit, yeah. I very much nearly died of boredom, so it could be made of penicillin. Yeah, it could be. You just have an allergic reaction to it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so. Anyway. Anyway, this poog, right. Oh, sorry, we're not doing that. We're doing the news. Oh, right, sorry. Carry on. Um, great news. 2K has confirmed Bioshock The Collection, a remastered anthology of Bioshock, Bioshock 2, and Bioshock Infinite. Hmm, excited? Absolutely. Um, it costs $60. I'm not sure about European prices just yet, um, but it launches in North America on September 13th, Australia on September 15th, and internationally on September 16th. Uh, Bioshock The Collection includes all three games and all of the DLC released for them. Additionally, it will include a director's commentary, um, called Imagining Bioshock with director Ken Levine and lead artist Sean Robertson. Mm. The remastered version of Bioshock 2 will not include the multiplayer though. Um, and it's worth noting that the PC version of Bioshock Infinite included in the collection is not being remastered because it already meets current gen console standards and it runs smoothly on high visual settings. Yeah, it absolutely does, yeah. Uh, the compilation is being developed by Blind Squirrel Games, which collaborated with Irrational Games on the development of the original release of Bioshock Infinite. Mm. Yeah, I... I Again, this is one of the... Although we're not particularly a fan of the old rehashing, remastering, something that doesn't necessarily need remastering, um, I would like to see original Bioshock and Bioshock 2 looking as pretty as Infinite did. Mm. Um, and, I mean, if it's a ground-up kind of deal, sign me up. I absolutely love Bioshock. 
So oh. I know a few people that have honed of ho <laughs> that have only played Infinite. So I think this will be a good uh, a good pickup for people like that. Absolutely, especially because obviously you go to Rapture um, in Infinite as well. Spoiler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think that if if there are because I, I think that Infinite was still a good pickup point for a lot of people. You don't need to know anything about the other two. It's mm. it's just as crazy as those ones are. Um, but I think that once you get a Rapture, um, and then you know that oh shit, that's where the first two games were. I think that um, you'd that would be enough of a pull. To, to go back and play them but if they're saying now ah well we've got this remastered version actually and you can um, and it all looks amazingly beautiful now more so than it did I was say it looked good anyway it did at the time absolutely it did um, but now you can uh, go back and it's just one big experience you know mm. it's just all one big playthrough or something I, I'd absolutely love that I'm very much looking forward to that definitely I think that that is absolutely going to be a pick up I mean I've got Infinite for the PC so I kind of feel a bit bad for buying it a second time but I think I got it on offer so I wouldn't be overly bothered about picking them all up yeah but you're getting three games true and although I played one and two uh, completed one didn't complete two um, th- how could you not complete two two was my favourite I, I borrowed it from someone <sighs> so this would actually give me perfect opportunity to actually go through and play them all um, and that would also get me super in the mood for We Happy Few as well so double bonus very true very true yeah um, more good news Dan Great news, even. Mm-hmm. Sega has now revealed there will be a new Sonic game out in 2017. <laughs> uh, Sonic Team Executive Takashi Ikuza confirmed the news during a Sonic 25th anniversary event in Tokyo. As rumored, more information about the game will be shared as part of Sonic's big party at San Diego Comic Con in July. This event, which will also include live performances by everyone's favourite bands, Crush 40 and the Hyper Pollutions. Who? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and will thankfully be live streamed so we can all watch and enjoy the music from Crush 40 and Hyper Pollutions. <laughs> so when was the last time you actually played the Sonic game? Um, off the top of my head, Sonic Heroes, which was like GameCube era. Right. Um, and I believe that was for one of the really old um, Cal Does a Real videos <laughs> really oh is that the yeah. one you like j- oh, I, the sonic has just become so crazy i don't understand it anymore um but the, uh, i know it can't be because i remember playing um the the werehog game um like shadow the hedgehog no 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 like it was where Sonic became a werehog I can't remember the name of the fucking game I don't know it it's sounds like Curse of the Werehog or something sounds amazing though no it was big turbulence <laughs> um, and then I remember playing it, it was like a remake of the Mega Drive games for uh, it, it was on Playstation and Xbox and Android and iOS and stuff it was essentially the old Mega Drive games but it had it was 2D but 3D graphics like uh, New Super Mario Bros oh okay that was alright, but it was just the same game, really, with new levels. Yeah. Um, but then, obviously, you got like Sonic 06 and whatnot, and Wave Riders. Fucking just, ugh, just bags of shit. Um, Absolute bags of turtles. What was what was the Connect one? The one that just didn't work. For Sonic. Yeah. I don't remember that. Oh yeah, they were like all on surfboards and stuff, like hoverboards. Oh god. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it just didn't work. Um, more to actually when was the last time you played a good Sonic game 
Mega Drive one, I think. Maybe. I mean, I re- I remember really enjoying Sonic R on the Saturn, which was like Sonic's uh, Mario Kart before Sonic uh, All Stars, Transform. Race, oh yeah, fuck yeah, it was yeah, cool. yeah. Um, but like, obviously Sonic ran and Knuckles could glide and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and I remember fucking loving it. And then I bought one of the fucking old like Sega collections on PS3. And Sonic R was on it. I was like, oh, yeah. So I bought it. And then I played it like, this is so bad. <laughs> this is really fucking bad. Um, and then I got dead excited for Sonic Boom. Because although they absolutely mangled the fuck out of the characters, it looked pretty interesting. And then it turned out to be a horrible, buggy, glitchy mess. Yeah. Um, but still, Crush 40 and Hyper Potions... <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, if, this could just be a personal thing for me, but I still I don't I don't understand why it's still why they why they have the opportunity to make more. Like, I just don't understand it's Sega's mascot. <laughs> I know, but I just, I just, I just don't get it. I mean, for God's sake, they made Alien Isolation. Well, it's a different team. This is the Sonic team. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, I I I can't even comprehend it. It's just sort of like what? you play it, and you just like. What's in this? I don't. I don't. Is it for kids now? I, what's What's the deal? Who's this aimed at? What I can't comprehend is how easy Mario seemed to transition from two D to three D, and really, I don't think he's he's had a particularly bad game since um, Mario sixty four. I don't know. There's like probably on, like some on, Game Boy ones and stuff. No, but I mean like three D games. So like oh, Mario right, sixty four, yeah. Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy. Uh, Mario Galaxy 2 all the um, cards yeah Mario Kart's obviously um, New Super Mario Bros uh, New Super Mario World 3D um, etc they've all been genuinely very good games and Sonic hasn't particularly had a good game since like Sonic CD maybe I don't know I, I just um, I really don't see the allure in it anymore it's he's, he's got to have a good one this might be it maybe I mean if they did like a kind of like a trials thing with Sonic, so it's like it's from a different, slightly different viewpoint. Everything is 3D, and you're running around, but you're on a, a track, hmm. um, and you're still doing the old sort of going up and down and all that sort of stuff. I could be on board with that. That would just be sort of a reimagining of the the old sort of 2D side scrolling Sonic that you're used to. Yeah. But it's kind of this kind of like open world free roam, and it's just like well, I don't understand how the Sonic universe has. It's not Zelda. Do you know what I mean? He's. I think the problem. Is- Personally, I think the problem is Sonic himself, where it's like, again, like Mario and Link and stuff, they've transitioned from 2D games to 3D games, but they don't run as fast as Sonic does. So I think it's I think it's genuinely very hard to make a world where Sonic can be Sonic in 3D. Well, it's like trying to make a Superman game, though, isn't it? Exactly. It's like look the, how poorly that works. Yeah, the... the the, the limitations are within the technology, within not within the character. Um, but it, I don't know, it, it could just be me. I'm sure that there's plenty of Sonic fans out there, and I hope that it's really good for you. I hope you really enjoy it. Um, but, I mean, I, I'd probably watch the live stream, or at least the highlights of it or something, just to see what's going on. Because, I mean, this could be well, one that makes me go, shit, that looks pretty good, actually. I, I genuinely, because um, I knew when the Sonic Boom um, games were being revealed, um, and it was alongside the, the cartoon, uh, again, Sonic Boom, and, and I remember coming home and like being genuinely very interested and excited and I watched it and the trailer itself was pretty cool although I still don't like like the new design of the characters right. um, but the, it looked really cool 
and then they showed actual gameplay. You're like, no. <laughs> Why didn't you just make a film of this? <laughs> that looked pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, cheering up, Dan, from that awful news. Yeah, just just something to direct my attention somewhere else. Well, there is a new mod for Valve's Left 4 Dead 2. Oh? Hmm. Um, and it replaces uh, most of the in-game graffiti with quotes from Jaden Smith. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> Such as, school is, to, school is the tool to brainwash the youth. And my personal favourite, how can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real? What? <laughs> I don't know. Um, these quotes, which Jaden Smith himself tweeted, are often... <laughs> I can't even finish that sentence. Are often... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Philosophical and motivational in nature. They're really not. Um, quote, prepare to be enlightened by his juvenile genius, the mod creator, Malkafire said on the game's Steam Workshop page, as discovered by PC Gamer. Um, you can download the mod right this very second from the Left 4 Dead 2 Steam Workshop page, for free, of course. And I think we should. Uh, yeah, I absolutely think we should. Um, I think this will be in part three of our Left 4 Dead. Oh man, we need to uh, go back and do some more Left 4 Dead, that's we, for sure. We do. Um, I'm sure there's even more mods we can we can uh, oh. switch on and whatnot. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, as as a big fan of Jaden Smith, said nobody ever. Will Smith. Um, well, I don't even think. He is. <laughs> I'm sure he does. <laughs> I think it's just CSA that makes him just keep him <laughs> under his wing. Um, but yeah, that's it for the Left 4 Dead news. Um, this does not confirm. Half-Life 3. Um, or Left 4 Dead 3, for that matter. Well, you say this, Dan. I wasn't going to include this in the news, because there's not actually a lot to go on it. But um, one of the developers um, of Left 4 Dead um, tweeted a picture out. Um, I can't remember what, what he's actually tweeting out. But there was like a Windows Explorer window open, and it had a folder for Left 4 Dead 3. Right. And then it was taken down. Like somebody got a screenshot of me first, but it was taken down and then replaced with a different picture of the same thing, but the Windows Explorer was gone. Well, that could just be a sneaky way of just trying to keep people interested or get them guessing or stir up the hype train or something. Totally honest, I think as a developer for Left 4 Dead, I would not be surprised if there is just a folder for Left 4 Dead 3 with ideas, and stuff. yeah, just ideas and concept stuff, yeah, and then yeah. it's been taken down so because. Valve are basically gone, don't get people's fucking hopes up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, look, we don't even know if we're making it yet, for goodness sake. Yeah. That's what I think it's more than likely. Well, you know what they're like, if they'd never do a three. I don't know. I think they won't do a Half-Life 3 game. Um, at least for a long time. Because, if you notice, the majority of, well, pretty much all of Valve's games over the recent years have been multiplayer-based games. Yeah, Team Fortress, so, and yeah. And so I reckon, I reckon Left 4 Dead 3 is a lot more likely than um, Half-Life. Unless it's some sort of online co-op thing. But uh, it ruins it. I don't want a fucking co-op game for Half-Life. I don't know. You never know. But, you know, there's co-op for Portal. That works. Yeah, I suppose. We'll never know. <laughs> It'll never happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment, published for the Batman Arkham series... Um, tell TT Games uh, Lego series and NetherRealm Entertainment's Mortal Kombat and Injustice Fighting Games has pledged to support the Nintendo's NX. Boom. 
brilliant. Yeah, speaking to VentureBeat, the publisher president, David Haddad, discussed Microsoft Project Scorpio Annex, saying the publisher's support of these platforms is unquestionable. Quote, we have a great relationship with all the console platforms. We believe we play a role in each of them. What I saw with the announcements that were made at E3 2016, I'm fairly bullish about the console cycle, about gamers spending time on them and finding great content about publishers being able to find returns on increasing investments in that space. We're constantly deciding how to navigate that, but supporting them is not a question for us. Warner Bros was a big supporter of the Wii U, releasing titles such as Batman, Arkham City Armored Edition early in the platform's life, and continuing the support with games such as Injustice Gods Among Us and Scribblenauts Unmasked, a DC Comics adventure. Didn't help it though. <laughs> did you get the, the DC Scribblenauts? I didn't know, I had the, um, the, the Scribblenauts, I can't remember what it's called now, but the one before it. The first one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, I've got um, that. I still haven't put much time into it. Ah, it's such a good game. It is. I, I think I need to get back into that. I really Super like Um But um, today I read, speaking of the NX, um, nothing to do with Scribblenauts, um, but basically Nintendo have said um, they're not even going to show the NX at uh, TGS. Um, because they didn't show it E3 because they didn't want people to copy their idea of what they're planning with the NX. <laughs> that sounds like Apparently. sound logic, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and basically, he said he <laughs> he really wants this to to tell people what what they're doing, um, and he was using some of because he, he was at E3. Um, I can't remember his name now, but the guy from Nintendo. <laughs> um, he, he was at E3 and he used like a lot of the VR stuff that was there. Um, and he said he couldn't play it for a long period of time. And he wanted to show what like Nintendo's doing. So that makes me think VR's kind of in there as well. Possibly. Virtual Which Boy. means... No, probably not a Virtual Boy. Could be. Could be coming back. But um, it's going to have to be pretty powerful to run VR. Mm. So it would have to be might. comparable to um, either a Scorpio, whatever that's going to be named, um, or a PlayStation Four. Yeah. So it's at least on par, at least. Yeah. Again, though, this is the, the Nintendo way of doing things: is that several years after something's come out, they'll release something as powerful as what's already out. But it depends what it's doing. If it is this console handheld hybrid um, that we theorised on a really old podcast mm. um, I would go with a slightly less powerful system that doubles up as a as a home console and a handheld yeah I mean I don't really think they're going to be able to market um, a new Nintendo console that's going to be more powerful than PS4 um, or their new equivalent or a, an Xbox One or their new equivalent um, the only thing they can do really is to innovate other areas, which is kind of what they've been doing yeah. with the, the gamepad and the motion controllers and all that kind of stuff, the Wii Fit board, all that. Um, so I think VR would be a good step for them, um, but it, you've still got to have the actual third-party support for the games. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so I'd be interested oh, to see as to you know, as because if they just say, "Oh, it's Smash Brothers VR," it's like, "No, no, <laughs> you, you've you've milked that cow. Come on." Give us something new, you know. Well, first person Zelda, come on. There, there will definitely be a Mario game, a Mario Kart, probably a Donkey Kong, um, Zelda, Smash Bros. There will be them because there will be. 
But if they can get like the new South Park game, the next Call of Duty, Battlefield 1, stuff like that as well, they will have a very, very strong lineup of games with first party Nintendo games and AAA part like third party games. Mm. Um, personally, I've always said Nintendo and Sony have the best exclusives for, for, for me personally. Yeah. And if they can back that up with all the best releases that are out on other things as well, I reckon they will be off to a good start. Yeah, but again, if they're going to release something that's on par with the Xbox One and the PS4, that means that they have to charge the same price as. Yeah, but if you're getting, if they do do the console handheld hybrid, and then you can, you can be playing Battlefield One, and you're like, oh, you've got to go somewhere, and you're on the bus or something, and you can carry on playing on the detachable handheld. Yeah, that's fucking worth the money. That would be amazing. It is, I suppose, but I, I don't know. I'm not willing to speculate any further. I, I've got no real investment in uh, emotional investment, should I say, rather than monetary. I, I probably will buy whatever it is, to, as long as it's not Wii 3. I, I don't think I've ever bought anything from Nintendo other than a Game Boy, and I mean an original Game yeah, Boy. Yeah, had an N64. Yes, I did. I'm trying to think as to whether I paid for it or not. Maybe. Well, no, I didn't, because <laughs> I was pretty young. Yeah, that's the thing, so was I. So I might have done, but I can't remember. Certainly nothing as of late. Um, I bought a DS. You had a DS, didn't you? No, I bought one for my mum. Oh. On the proviso that she would then say, oh, thanks, but I'm not really going to use this. And I'd go, oh, brilliant, Nintendogs, thanks. <laughs> but she actually really enjoyed it. I was like, fuck's sake, that backfired. So, so selfish. Well, it's because I bought myself a PSP. <laughs> And she was like, what's all this about? I was like, what, where, what you bought this for? And I was just like, it's new. You know, James Bond, whatever. Um, and then I was just like, oh, I'll get her something as well. And I can have the DS and the PSP at the same time. Um, whichever way round that was, you know. Whichever one was out first. Um, so I bought the uh, Nintendo with Nintendogs and some kind of brain training thing or something right, like that. Yeah. Um, gave her that. She fucking loved it. I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> No, I've had. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say. Well, N64, GameCube, Wii, DS, um, Wii U. Didn't buy a 3DS though. No. I very nearly did. But I didn't. No, I, I honestly don't think I. Great story. <laughs> with, with the exception of the, the DS, and that was an original DS, um, but that wasn't even for me. I don't think I've given them money at all for anything. <laughs> and I feel like this this sort of lack of things for me to be interested in is only my own fault because I haven't given them enough money it's kind of like, I think it's like the church when you give them <laughs> enough money that's when you get more prayers answered, I think that's how it works, I'm not too sure I don't think that's how God I don't think God works on a subscription basis does he not? oh fuck, I thought <laughs> no. it was like pay to win <laughs> oh balls. like you could just go to church for free but if you actually wanted to get anything out of it you had to pay for it I mean, I haven't been for a long time, so I don't really know, but I've been watching Preacher. And... <laughs> that's not a judge for anything. No, you can't, that's, that's not a bar to measure religion by. <laughs> then in that case, no, I have no idea. Oh, okay. Well, then it turns out my knowledge of Nintendo is about as equal to the knowledge of religion. Not. Not even yeah, real. 
Um, well, I for one am very excited to see what Nintendo pulls out of their plumber's pants. Well, whatever they whatever they whip out, I'm sure that you'll get it, and I'm sure I'll play it at yours, and I'll go, mm. yeah, it's, it's fine. Because I still stand by the Wii U was a great console. It was just very, 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 very poorly marketed. Yeah. I mean, and I'm I sure think... that in, in Asia it was a fucking screaming success. Um, I just don't know as to whether the kind of the Western marketing campaigns have gone, you know, maybe quite as, they haven't been maybe quite as broad as the, the Sony ones, for example. Well, to be fair, up until Mario Kart 8, I don't actually think I can remember seeing a Wii U advert. No, I mean, but that's the thing, people like me, you know, I don't watch TV, I don't have uh, TV channels, you know, anything I watch is on Amazon or Netflix mm. or whatever. So I'm not really exposed to adverts, which is a good thing because I fucking hate them. And it always annoys me whenever I'm at yours or whatever and we're watching TV and an advert will come up and it's all I can do is moan about adverts because they're <laughs> inane and stupid and they make me feel stupid for watching them. Um, hey, they, they, if BBC did it, we wouldn't have to pay a fucking TV licence. Well, I, I don't technically because I don't have any kind of live TV at all. So I don't have to pay for it. See, I still do because I've cancelled Sky. I've cut the cord. I'm Netflix now. Yeah. Um, but I still have um, the Skybox upstairs in uh, my son's room because um, we can still get free view channels on it. Yeah. Um, so sometimes you dump him in his bed. Just didn't tell him I'll be Hoover up or something. Dump in his bed. Don't feed <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> yeah. Go back a few days later. Yeah. We don't if services <laughs> are listening. <laughs> we put them outside. Yeah. We're not animals. Um, but so I literally pay TV license for that. Um, but yeah, if the BBC would just show adverts, we wouldn't have to pay one. Well, I don't want to watch adverts at and all. Soon, according to the news, Dan, uh, not our news, but news on TV. The news. The news. Um, we might actually have to pay. I say we, you, may actually have to pay the TV licence if you have the internet. Well, that's bullshit. Because of BBC iPlayer. That doesn't mean you watch it. <laughs> exactly. I've had, I mean, before I cancelled it, I had Sky, and I had it for like five, six years. I can't remember a time I watched the BBC. Um, Pro- fuck I- it. Before I even bought me out, I can't remember the last time I watched the BBC. No, I don't... I- I mean, Great British Bake Off, maybe. Um, not even that. <laughs> but again, that's still it's still we're not like watching it live. So if they say, "Well, you've got the iPlayer," I say, "Well, I'll fucking delete it then." If that's the case, I don't care about the Great British Bake Off that much. <laughs> that I'll, much. <laughs> I'll have to delete um, the the app and get the details from people at work, I guess. So this is a uh, <laughs> this is a man who will not watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> But he'll watch the Great British Bake Off. I'm not watching it until it's finished, so I can sit down and watch the whole thing without having to catch up to where we currently are and have to sit and wait another week for something that I'm really into. Have you caught up with Banshee? No. <laughs> but you're up to date with the Bake Off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, it was really good last. It was really good no, last it year. Wasn't. It was. It was really good. It's fucking well tense. Love it. <laughs> there's a, there's like a, a pastry um, Bake Off thing as well, like oh, well. Great British history or something I can't remember what it's called but they made like these tiny little cakes and they're all like in perfect sizes and perfect order and my OCD just goes ha 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 and they look so good as well oh man I had a piece of cake today it was so good 
nothing to say to that. <laughs> it was really nice. It was like a chocolate mousse, but with like cake on the bottom. Not not the cake you had. I mean, the fact that you are that into the Great British Bake Off. I don't think even like the contestants are that are that bothered. Oh, they well are. Well, the ones in was it you that was telling me that the the like the Great Australian Bake Off and the Great American Bake Off and stuff get like their own restaurant or they get like five hundred thousand pounds or something. But over here they could just get well done. Yeah, you get a case of well done, you won. Off you go. <laughs> yeah. Load of bullshit. I mean, the, to be fair though, the, the woman that won the last one, I think she's like baked for the queen and stuff. So. Oh, well. No, but I mean, there's things. I'm sure she hasn't got a chef of her. <laughs> no, but you you could go into a, a bank and say, "I was on Great British Bake Off. I won. I want to open my own patisserie," and they'd be like, "Yeah, absolutely. We'll give you a loan to start a business because clearly you're very good at it." And secondly, the publicity that you've already brought to yourself means that it will be super popular. Yeah, but or they could pay for it, <laughs> and then you wouldn't be in debt. Maybe. I mean, I think it would be nice if they got something more than a pat on the back and a well done. Um, but you know that's what they go into. You know the, you... the thousands that they've spent on baking materials and stuff, practicing to get to the finals, and then they get a well done at the end of it. You kind of be like, well, are you going to cover the costs for all the baking that I've done? <laughs> Do you have to be Australian to enter the Australian one? No, I, I be there. I don't know because the the patisserie one is like there's like. But the thing is that they're they're professionals. Like there's like chefs from like cake chefs and stuff from like the Ritz in London. Um, and like these sort of like high class and then there was like a team from the British Army who sort of like on their spare time did like all these uh, cake baking things and man alive some of the stuff they were doing was fucking amazing well I'm going to stop you there Dan because this isn't Podcast versus Bakery I don't care I, I'm going to start a new channel <laughs> next week Podcast versus Bakery get on it <laughs> hashtag bakery What's coming up on Podcast vs. Bakery? Oh, we've got some brand new uh, French fancies that we're talking about that we bought from uh, Sainsbury's. It's not going to be anything like... I've eaten at a hotel and their, their range of cakes is beautiful. I can't afford that kind of stuff. I've bought some frazzles from Co-op. Yeah, mix them together with some uh, fondant fancies. Um, I think that's what I meant. That's not, that that's not as d- right. disgustingly bad. No, it sounds like <laughs> bacon and lemon. Well, I have nothing else for you, Dan. Um, I have nothing to follow up to your amazing Bake Off. Well, I've got some fascination. Um, my another fascination of mine is the uh, the Lego video games. Absolutely fucking love them. Can't get enough of them these days. Except dimensions. Uh, yeah, I'm not really in on the whole dimensions thing. Um, it looks kind of cool, but I don't want to pay. All, it's it's like a Skylanders thing, and the, the whole thing yeah. with Disney Infinity. I, I just don't want to have to continually pay to because I know that I would if I was into it. Um, so I don't really want to get into that. That being said, um, I did pick up Lego Jurassic World the other day. You're welcome. Yep, very good spot from Callum. We got it on G2A. Unfortunately, not one of our affiliates. Um, no. But they do do some damn good stuff on there as well. So feel free to check them out too. Um, but I got Lego. Jurassic World for like three quid, I think, which yeah. was absolutely fucking steal. Um, but that I thought it was just like, literally just Lego Jurassic World is in the new film, but it's Jurassic Part One, Lost World, yeah, Jurassic Part Three, and Jurassic World altogether. So I've been absolutely loving that. It's been fucking great. But over the weekend, I did also buy Lego Star Wars <laughs> and Man Alive. Force Awakens. Yeah, it's yeah, not the not the original one, or the because I think they did one with all six, didn't they? Yeah, well, they did like the original trilogy, then the new trilogy, and, and then, then all of them all together. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but the LEGO Force Awakens is fucking brilliant. I love it. And I'm really kind of wanting to get off this podcast so I can go and play some more. <laughs> it's really good, man. I love it. It's just it's funny. It's on point. It's LEGO. It's, it's great. Um, only um, thing I haven't got from them as of yet recently is um, LEGO Avengers. It should have been DLC. It should have been. And that's kind of why I'm just sort of like, well, I've already got Marvel superheroes, and that's basically the same thing. It's just that these are all the, you know, it's Age of Ultron and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I don't know if it covers Civil War. Unlikely. Yeah. So it's not really worth it for Lego Age of Ultron. Whereas with Jurassic World, at least that was four movies worth of, you know, sort of iconic scenes and stuff. Um so I'm, I'm really looking forward to whatever the Lego throw at us next because I'm <laughs> I'm going to buy it. <laughs> right, there's your thing there then. What do you reckon will be the new Lego thing? Um, good question. I think Lego Ghostbusters. Definitely. Because I mean I know that I think they've done it in Dimensions. Um, so if they've done it in Dimensions, they may not do um, a Lego uh, Ghostbusters standalone. Um, but well, they've got Harry Potter in there. The ones, the one in the uh, in Lego Dimensions is like the original Ghostbusters. Well, no, that's what I mean. In that sort of like a Jurassic World kind of way, I'd want them to do Ghostbusters 1, Ghostbusters 2, and the new Ghostbusters. Oh, I said, well, they might do. See, I mean, it, I think it's because they can't really do the full film, you know, but it's like on, you know, in Lego Star Wars where you're like on the Rebel base and you can just sort of wander around and there's like mini missions and stuff to do there. Yeah. All that kind of stuff is great because it sort of fills out those areas rather than just being a cutaway three second scene or something. You can actually go in and see what's going on and, mm. you know, have little fighters and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I think those kind of big franchise films are going to be really good for Lego games. Um, Marvel obviously is a big one. Um, I, yeah. I noticed that they haven't really got, um, other than the kind of the, the DC Lego Batman ones, they haven't gone for like a Justice League or this new Justice League universe. They haven't done anything for that, like a Man of Steel or. They probably will. Do you reckon the films though? Yeah, after Suicide Squad and Justice League yeah. are out, do you reckon they'll do something for that? I imagine they will. Well, that's still going to be it's still Warner Brothers. It is, um, but it's still going to be a couple of years yet. So I, I'd say Ghostbusters more than anything that I can think of, at least, unless there's like a Fast and Furious one or whatever. Lego Disney Infinity. <laughs> no, if they're doing Lego Minecraft, I think that's the most sort of sellout you can really do. I'm pretty sure there's a Lego Minecraft game in the works. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, yeah, well, you can buy a Lego Minecraft physical set. Yeah, the actual blocks and stuff for it. Yeah ridiculous it is but you know it's Minecraft they've got to make that money somehow no <laughs> oh yeah that's right they got paid about 7 billion dollars or something for fucking Minecraft from Microsoft for god's sake anyway um, that's it yeah that'll do I think we've got nothing else we've rambled on yeah I want to go and play some Lego oh um, um, Wolfenstein played that completed that really good fucking love it Doom want to get that I think that's going to be another nostalgic <laughs> jump on and then Quake when that comes out so we also need to do some more Unreal Tournament as well because I'm going through a proper old school PC first person shooter kind of thing well off that um, Dan bought me GTA 5 for the PC oh yes the other day like a stupid turtle third time um, I bought it so I have three times now the game three times yeah do you know what was really bad though? Because I, I sort of shopped around for a bit. Um, you know, I checked our affiliates, obviously, to see if they had any good deals. Mm. I think the kind of the cheapest that I saw it was like twenty nine, I think, before mm. VAT and stuff. So I was just like, oh, okay. So the total was like thirty three, thirty four. And I was just like, well, I paid like forty quid for it, but I paid forty five for it when it first came out. So I was like, yeah, yeah fuck it. it. It's cheaper than what I paid, so that's that's a win. 
sent the code over to you, got home, checked on Steam, it was 27. I was like, oh, <sighs> fucking bell ends. Why didn't I even check Steam? Because I thought, well, it's never going to be in sale, is it? This time it was. Summer sale. God's sake. Damn you, Steve. Damn you. Took me three days to download the shitting thing. I know, right? That was <laughs> fucking bonkers. Honestly, my internet just went batshit crazy and I, I left it. Went out all day to work. Come back. And it was on like 14%. I was like, what? Yeah. And then it's a like, and, well, it was two days, not three days. But it still took to... Felt like it. Considering um, it took me like an hour and a half to download it, and I was just like, well, 60 gig, it's a long time, but it kind of makes sense. Hmm. But then when you got home from work and you sent me that picture, it's on like 21%, I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm glad it fucking works. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, um, I assume from that you were going to say that we'll be doing some GTA videos. Yeah, we will be doing some GTA-based um, stuff. Absolutely. Um, and where can they find this stuff? Well, best place to go would be www.podcastvsplayer.com or .co.uk or alternatively on YouTube, you can go to, what, what the fuck is it? Uh, YouTube.com forward slash podcastvsplayer. Yep. Um, you can tweet us at podcastvplayer or you can head over to our Instagram and look at pictures and stuff. Um, and our Instagram tag is just podcastvsplayer. Or you can email us at playervpodcast at playervpodcast yeah, yeah, at gmail.com. Sorry. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, also for any aspiring developers um, as you may see on the uh, the YouTube channel, also a link for them on the website as well, um, mm-hmm. we've done some work previously with uh, the guys who did Bleeding Blocks um, the Killer Teapot games I think it was, Flub Fighters uh, yeah they did Flub Fighters I can't remember which way around it was, apologies it's my yeah. lack of research um, but we're also looking to take on some new stuff um, Greenlight Fortune kind of works off things that we just find on Steam but we have a separate kind of thing that we're doing. I think maybe we should have like a series for them, perhaps get them in a yeah. category of their own. We can find, make something up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but we we try and contact sort of small teams, you know, see if there's anything that we can offer in terms of um, sort of constructive criticism. If we enjoy the game, if we don't, what we think would make it better, what it, what we enjoy about it. Um, so if you are listening to this podcast and you are such a one man band or a small team who's making their games for the first time, feel free to drop us an email or you can go to the website and there's a contact us section specifically for yep. developers and you there can is. let us know that was very well done Dan very professional oh, I'm very, very very surprised also tits and fanny there you go oh, he's damn back it. I'm, I'm he's back everyone damn it sorry you can cut that it's alright I, I couldn't carry on <laughs> <laughs> um, up on the website is one of our latest videos um, as well as the YouTube channel um, where Cal makes Chris play Resident Evil 7 oh yeah um, and he poos his pants. Yeah, he, he he really didn't look happy to be playing that whole no, thing. No, he wasn't looking forward to it. <laughs> I bet um, he wasn't. But he played it nonetheless, so I was very proud of him. Um, that is up there along with all our other stuff um, that we've ever done um, and updates as to what we will be doing in the future, including um, Don't Starve Together, Yep. Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh yes. The Return to Left 4 Dead 2. I think so, now that we've mentioned it. Um, Unreal and more and more and more stuff. The Borderlands, everything else. Borderlands, that we can you believe it? About oh, there's a, new, there's a new Can You Believe It as well. Oh, yeah, there is. Uh, yeah. To be fair, now we've both got GTA for PC, I hope we'll play APB again. <laughs> I, I think we need to. The PvP response squad, um, they, they need to be called upon in times of crisis and need. I think we should just create them into Grand Theft Auto Five and help people. I don't know, my guy looks pretty sweet. Your guy looks like Boy George. 
No, he doesn't. He looks like what's his name, John Riley. <laughs> That's fairly a positive. He, he looks like a, a criminal who's he, you know he was like he, he's. I was trying to think of like a backstory for him. Like I want to kind of have like a history as to how he's ended up being here today, doing this heist or whatever. Um, and I haven't really thought one through yet. So I think when we get, when we actually do the video, we need to have like a backstory for the character yeah. as to how we got to this point in time. I can use the rockstar idea, which is like the like the video creator thing oh shit yeah like the um free fl uh, camera free flow thing. yeah yeah oh good point okay we can, yeah. we can make like a little backstory thing oh we'll definitely do that anyway i'm going <laughs> fine yes <laughs> bye <Try out. laughs>